What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of the Dense Pixels Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by Micah. Hey. And by Terrence. What's up? I've uh, I've got some bones to pick this week. Oh, really? With some people. Oh, yes. Oh. Oh, yes. We're, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to I'm going to be going in on a few people this episode. Really? Oh, yeah. Huh. So I'm gonna be going. I'm gonna be going in on Konami this episode. <laughs> so I'm going in on Square this episode, yeah. and I'm going in with the entire city again. Going in on the entire city of Brooklyn in this episode. Could you could you go in on Sean Murray? Uh, no. You're, no, you're not, not gonna, gonna go, go in on, on Hello Murray. Games. <laughs> Why would I go in on Hello Games? Uh, actually, because he's gonna leave that up to you. <laughs> I am still enjoying No Man's Sky. Really? Are you? Yes, I am. I've been on my PS4 lately. I haven't seen you playing it. Well, it's because I haven't been playing much PS4, period, mm-hmm. lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard that I'm shit busy. last week. I couldn't believe that you were a ballerina. Because all the spinning you were doing, <laughs> you could have been in Black Swan, too. Jesus Christ. You still haven't tried this yet, have you? No, I refuse. I refuse now. I refuse. You want to know why? Uh, at minute 440 last week, <laughs> Carrie said that she expected to go to space, and that's pretty much all you do. At 550, Terrence said that the game crashed on him three times. At 616, <laughs> Carrie said that the game has frame rate problems on her Master Race fucking PC. But you owe the PS4. Uh, I want a PC also. Uh, <laughs> You're not going to play it on PC. I'm not going to play it on PS4 either. You know why? Because of <laughs> because of this wonderfulness, this this beautiful sales pitch that that expert salesman uh, Brad said. Quote. <laughs> I prefer games like Mass Effect and Dragon Age to games like Skyrim because while Matt, like Mass Effect gives you the opportunity to explore a little bit, it keeps you kind of reined in. Whereas with Skyrim, your quest log is just that. It's just this thing after thing after thing. If you're someone who likes to stay on top of that while they're playing, it's almost impossible. So <laughs> here, I'm thinking of No Man's Sky. I was afraid I was going to feel overwhelmed with all the stuff there is to do. But because the game doesn't really give you any firm direction, it's almost liberating in a way. Because you're not beholden to anything that you're going through in the game. This is true. It's it's fucking nonsense. (laughs) It's fucking nonsense. Uh, games like Mass Effect keep you reined in. I prefer games like Mass Effect. So you prefer to be reined in. <laughs> My point is, is that the the sheer amount of choices that the game gives you almost gives you like no responsibility as far as having to complete quests, which is weirdly calming so for just... someone who prefers a more linear direction. My point is at eight twenty. <laughs> Carrie said that she's counting down the days for Skyrim HD. But she would rather, also a crazy person she who would, played like 200 hours of Skyrim. She would rather play that than play this. At 829, Carrie said that she almost wishes there was some sort of vague direction. I can't believe that you timestamped all this stuff and wrote notes. At 919. Because you, knew, because you knew that we would ask you about it on the show. At 919, Carrie said that it would be nice to get quests from NPCs. You know? 
Maybe if you learn their language, maybe they can be like, hey, we can communicate now. Can you go do this thing for me? I think I know the ultimate flaw for this game for you. What's that? It's an indie game, but it's not a side-scrolling retro graphic platformer. (laughs) If it was, you'd have already beaten it by now. All I know is, at 10.33, Terrence says, I've been on a string of shitty, dead-ass, garbage-ass planets. (laughs) (laughs) And Carrie confirmed it. I mean, look, look. We had in 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 our area, we tape in the mid Atlantic, uh in Maryland, Baltimore and, and otherwise. And we had I don't know if you heard I it on the show. Sound like we go on tour places. <laughs> <laughs> on the show last week, you could hear thunder coming from all three uh all three uh ends on this on this tape. You know why? Because God don't like two things. God don't like ugly and God don't like no man's sky. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Oh my god. I'm mm, God damn. Well, I'm I'm look, look. That's what I think of no man's sky. Throw that shit right in the garbage. <laughs> Eloquent review I'm from someone who hasn't played a single re- second of this game so far. Honestly, I remember saying I don't know what time. I don't have a time stamp, but I do remember saying that Micah probably wouldn't like this game. Uh, you said I did, it. I did say you that. You said it around. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. You said it around the thirteen-minute mark. Did you? No, you said it around the. the you said it around the sixteen fifty mark. You said I'm. I, I'm thinking about Micah right now. I don't think he would like this game because quote it slogs. At at nine forty four, oh excuse me, nineteen forty four, Carrie said, "I don't feel a need to go back and play it." (laughs) So you're so you're taking you're taking the 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 words of the person who endlessly pines for a new golden sun as gospel. I'll take the words. I'll take the words of uh, my good friend Terrence at twenty one (laughs) forty six. Terrence says that he's running into a wall. Because it's kind of like doing the same thing over and over again. Which, you know, to be fair, that's what all games are. But it's getting kind of boring. And he's, quote, not hyped to jump back on it. There was a uh, there was an, there was an article on Polygon. Mm-hmm. It was an editorial where they uh, pontificated that this would be the next Destiny. Now, look, yeah, I'm being funny. It could be the next Destiny, right? Yeah. Destiny Year One wasn't the best it was better than this (laughs) from all the accounts that i've read but uh it could be and and if it does then i'll buy it and i'll eat all the crow in the world but as of right now nah fuck that game yo (laughs) i don't remember the last time i played it (laughs) i'm dead ass serious i'm maybe tuesday last Tuesday. I'll be I'll be digging back into it next week when I'm on vacation. Like a patch time. came out and I didn't even bother turning the game on to see what the patch did. <laughs> it, it's, it's just bug fixes for right now. It's nothing. They're not adding features yet. They fixed the and ending? They fixed the... <laughs> what ending? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I saw the ending when you get to the side I of the did universe. Too. I, and I, I literally was like, you know what? Nope. <laughs> 
But that, oh, but that's not the whole point of the game. It isn't the whole point. But they say, oh, when you get to the center, something magical happens. As as th- as three people who laugh at nerds who cast judgment on the Mass Effect series as a whole for having not the greatest ending, you should. You care. haven't seen the ending, right? And I'm not going to care when I do. It's about the journey, man. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen the ending. go play journey. That's then. all. Like <laughs> I already played journey. I don't need to play it again. <laughs> That, that, you that was a one run through game. Journey was. Oh, you man. you you haven't seen the ending to to No Man's Sky. I, I don't expect it to be anything crazy. What I do really you, don't. What do you expect it to be? Just <laughs> text on a screen, being like, "Hey, you made it," and blah blah blah, and that's it. And then go explore more things. Hmm. That's hmm. kind of what the game is. So, yeah, you're half right. Yeah. <laughs> so, just that's, that's just another stop on the uh, on the No Man's Sky train. Mm-hmm. The center of the universe. Man, you are, and that's what I love about you. You are fucking committed. You you take the George Costanza route when it comes to fucking lying and spinning and shit. You, it's not a lie if you believe it. You are spinning like a bladderina. Like pirouetting your way around this goddamn No Man's Sky. I, I, look, I'm I still enjoying you. myself. I commend you. I I'm still enjoying I don't myself. believe that shit, but I commend you nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, this this will take me strong until until FIFA comes out, and then all bets are off <laughs> after that. I mean, so. to be fair, that could be any game, right? Like, True. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, I'll, I'll dabble in Deus Ex a little bit once I get it. But, uh, but yeah, No Man's Sky, I'm still playing. I'm still liking it. Haven't played a lot this week just because I haven't been playing any games mm-hmm. this week. Okay. But, uh... We'll get back there. Um, wow, that took ten minutes. Uh, don't forget that we are—we're just one of many shows. The TNP Studios Network. Uh, check out the Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, Mouthful of Toast, and the Tabletop for Two podcast. You can also subscribe to the premium channel for TNP Studios, which you can find at thenerdpocalypse.com/slash/premium. Uh, that gets you episodes of the airing of Grievances, uh, No Time to Bleed, The Men with the Golden Tongues, and Look Forward. Is Jay ever going to put out another Look Forward? So we. Uh... Jay is um, trying to. Jay is has a new permanent co-host, and they're trying to work out uh, times. Ah, who's this? Who's this co-host? Uh, I don't know if he wants me to say. Okay, well then, well, I know who it is. Well, fuck well, it, it's Andy. Uh, fuck. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> fuck it, it's Andy. So they're trying to work out. You know, Andy's Andy's a pop. So you know, he's got a. He lives on the other fucking side of the country. Right. Right. So, so. in the middle, in between. Uh, his son doing red arrows onto the bed and uh, Jay with his school schedule. Uh, but he's been itching to get back into it and he will get back to it soon. Because um, one would think that of all the times to have a political podcast that you want to be churning out episodes. Yeah. The midst of a presidential election. Uh, particularly. Especially this one. This one. Exactly. Right. Would be what you want to do. Um, I know Micah and myself um, are recording a new episode of The Men with Golden Tongues this weekend. Aren't we also recording a new No Time to Bleed? Yes. Um, do we want to share what we're doing since it might be relevant? Well, to, uh, I'll, I'll say this. The, the day that we teased the next no time to bleed for you the day the for you the day we teased the next no time to bleed was the most important day of your life and for us it's tuesday <laughs> that's a good tease and if you don't know what it is now 
<laughs> I'm gonna need you to, to switch to another podcast. So look forward to that. It's uh it's gonna be a good time. Again, the nerdpocalypse.com slash premium. Um Micah, please briefly tell us about Bound. Um Bound is very pretty. Um it's got great music, uh very nice art style, um really nice animation, uh, but it's kind of a rudimentary platformer. Like it's not um there's no there's no challenge in this game. And it's I guess it's not meant to have challenge. Like this is the game that you play when you wanna like chill and relax. So the story <laughs> in Bound is um there's a queen and she uh runs a kingdom and a monster is attacking the kingdom and the queen tells her princess daughter to go out and stop the monster. And that's that's it. You're off. And you're going around and you're jumping on these very, very simple very, very simple uh platform levels to the point where even if you fall, like there's no penalty for death, you just respawn on the nearest ledge. So they Prince of Persia you? Yeah, yeah. So you can't you can't die in this game. This game is more of uh an art project. And uh I think look, it's alright. It's not bad. It's very pretty. If you're uh if you're feeling like very artsy and you want to throw twenty bucks these people's way, then go right ahead. I also bought uh Abzu, but I haven't had a chance to play that yet. Let let me know how that is because I'm I think that my wife might actually enjoy that because she liked Flower yeah. a lot and I know it's from the same studio and she likes underwater stuff. All so right. I'll uh I'll 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 uh talk about that next week. Cool. All right, so uh if you're looking for new games to play this week, there's actually been quite a few releases this week. Uh Deus Ex, uh Mankind Divided, the controversy laden Deus Ex, which apparently is a very good game despite the uh poor marketing leading up to it, released this week. Uh, fighting game fans, The King of Fighters 14 has finally made its way over to the U.S. That's available now. And Did anybody for, play the uh, the demo for that? I played the demo for it. I'm not a big KOF guy. How was it? Neither am I. Yeah. It was uh, it was fine. I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't like SNK games. Yeah, they're, oh, they're too, oh. they're too, yeah, they're too fucking. <laughs> you, that's what they are. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> And then uh, for you for you sports ball fans out there, uh, you can pick up your copy of John Madden's National Hand Egg League Simulator 2017, which just released as well. What? John Madden's <laughs> National Hand Egg League Simulator 2017. I don't get it. It's a football. <laughs> a hand. A hand. It's egg. it's a, it's a, it's a more it's a more accurate description for a for an American football. Oh, is a hand egg. Because you throw it with your hand and it's shaped like an egg. You don't. Okay. It's not a ball because it's not round. All right. So there you go. Stock soccer elitist, apparently. Um, in Digital Front, there's a couple games that I saw. Um, one is called Armacrog. Um, Inside, which released recently for the Xbox One. Is releasing on the PS4 this week as well. Uh, Valley, which is a um, like an not not open world, but it's like a adventuring game of sorts. Kind of, it kind of. When I read the description, it kind of reminded me of um, like flower or games of that ilk. And then I looked at the trailer for that. I don't know what the fuck it's going. It's first person, mm-hmm. and your dude 
and you do stuff. So I don't know what the hell is going on in it. I have the, no clue. The most interesting game that I found on the digital front this week is a game that is called Metrico Plus. And it is described as a game about infographics. Um. And apparently it's a world, a living world, filled with infographics that directly relate to your actions. And when you and when you ask yourself, you say, Brad, what are what are infographics? Well, sir, those are like graphs and things of that nature. So, like line graphs and bar graphs and Oh wow, I'm looking at images and yeah, there are bar graphs in this game. Um What the fuck is happening in this trailer? I I, I don't mean, get it. I don't know. Yeah. This 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 might have taken the taco over typewriter <laughs> or typewriter. <laughs> Because it's literally a platforming game where the terrain is made by analytics. I just, I just need, I just need normal people to make games. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't want bro dogs to make games. I don't want nerds to make games. Like I just want normal people to make games. No man, sky's not looking so bad now, is it, Micah? Instead of walking around on a fucking bar graph. <laughs> Are you looking at the trailer though? I did. I, I Look, don't understand. At least you know what to do in this bar graph. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I expect a full review of Metrico Plus next week then. You bastard. Oh man, this is Time time stand back in eighteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So that that's your new releases for the week. Um so I, 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 out of those, I would say Deus Ex is probably the one to check out. But I, I've, I've heard good things about Inside. I'll, I'll probably get to that eventually. So Sounds like a plan. Mm. There you go. So normally we would do Question of the Week here. Um, we are not doing that this week because we are adding an extra hour on the end of the show. Is with, it going to be an hour? Uh, we'll see. We'll see how fast we can move through. It's going to be an hour on my end. We, we, we tend to get go on tangents. You know this. So we will uh, we'll have a new question of the week for you next week. So let's uh, let's pass it over to Terrence, who has headlines for us. Uh, yeah. Uh, first up, uh, the, a new trailer for Resident Evil Seven came out, I guess, last week or whatever, mm-hmm. and it shed some new light on the game. Now, this is completely different than any Resident Evil that has come out before. Uh, I don't necessarily. Well, the trailer is not all that great. Because it's a woman scared for her life that's narrating the trailer, which is, you don't need that necessarily. You can just look at the footage itself and see what's going on instead of having her tell you what she's doing. Well, you can get uh, but apparently, that, that, that would also help. <laughs> so uh, apparently you're stuck in a house. You find a, you find a videotape and some woman with a lantern is chasing you. That's all I get from this. What? Yeah, we we all watched the trailer before we went on, and and Mike and I both said you have fun with this one, Terrence, because yeah, they they tapped out before the game even came out. Yep. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. I'm I'm very secure well. Actually, this is a found footage segment. Sorry, I'm looking at it now. I actually decided to read, <laughs> and this section apparently is a found footage section where this woman was stuck in this house and she was trying to get out, but she got caught. Uh. 
who's a young woman in the videotape, but does Marguerite want with her? Marguerite is this ugly ass woman um, with the lantern. I don't know. I still don't have a clue what's going on in it. We'll find out. Well, I guess uh, I guess what we need to take from this trailer is the the vibe uh, that that this game is going to. I guess this game is going for now. You know, Resident Evil when it first came out, it was twenty years ago. Jesus Christ! Yeah, um, fucking. 15. The first Resident Evil had kind of like a B movie vibe to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and this would happen for, in my opinion, the first three games. Then four kind of, you know, really jumped up the scare factor. Uh, and then they just went, you know, full on Michael Bay, right? Like five and six were ridiculous. Um, like, like Chris shouldn't be fucking DDT and zombies and shit. You know what I mean? Um, Should he be? Shouldn't he? Uh, not, not for DDT. Resident Evil. <laughs> fucking DDTs and Leon is fucking karate kicking uh, dinosaurs and shit. Like, uh, come on, man. <laughs> Wait, what? There was a dinosaur in that game, and Leon could do in in six. In six? Yeah. So I I don't know. It just it 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 didn't. It wasn't scary, and I could see if you were a you know horror game fan. I could see those not being the best. But this looks like it's going back to one, being scary, and two, like being kind of piss your pants scary. You know what I mean? Like, we were talking about this just a second ago about how, you know, all these Resident Evil games have some sort of, you know, combat expert in the role of the protagonist, which is why they can, you know, shoot guns and do standing drop kicks and fucking pop up power bombs to zombies and shit. But the vibe that I'm getting from this trailer is that all that's done away with. And quite frankly, like, that's how you scare somebody, man. Like, if I were making this game, this game wouldn't have you. There would be very few opportunities to be offensive in this game. Like, you would take the best parts of Resident Evil 3, which is having Nemesis come after your ass, and you would mix it with just real survival elements, right? Like, like there could be a way to patch yourself up or, you know, if a zombie comes in and gets to jump on you, you gotta, you know, you gotta break free, but then you have to, you know, you have to go somewhere and kind of heal yourself. But it would be more about survival. You know, like they call this stuff survival horror, but you're not really having to try and survive survive you know what i mean like you uh, in resident evil 5 you had a fucking hand cannon (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying you had a hand cannon and a partner my my only fear for this game is because because it's capcom i'm i'm too afraid that they're not they're just not gonna be able to help themselves and you're gonna get some fucking ham-fisted tie-in to the previous games like all of a sudden, Chris Redfield will like kick in the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's my only fear. It's my only fear. Oh God! <laughs> God damn! Kick it in, and that bitch goes flying across the right. fucking room <laughs> because he's a, the size of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can so, see that. But we don't. We don't have too long to wait. Five months. The January twenty fourth is yep. when that game comes out. Hopefully, it's done. 
but that's another story. Next up, oh, we didn't talk about this yet. Harley Quinn no. and Deadshot were revered, uh, revealed in Injustice Two. I mean, uh, I mean, this is completely unsurprising news, right? They, yeah, she's basically the same character she was in the first one. She's got the same moves. She uh, she her she super is super is a little different. She's got two hyenas, I guess, or dogs, or whatever the fuck she has. She is slightly co opting the Suicide Squad look a little bit, at least in the hair. From, um, as we can see from the trailer. Is that what her hair looks like? Suicide Squad? I don't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she got the half half blue, half red ponytails. Oh, okay. So not not the you know, the attire so Who the hell is doing her voice? Uh Tara Strong, probably. Yeah, it's Tara Strong. I, is I, it? Yeah, it is. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, ne- neither do I. Like I understand every look. I like Tara Strong as a voice actress. This just isn't her Harley. I've never liked her Harley. And everyone says, "Oh, she sounds just like Arlene Sorkin." No, she doesn't. She really doesn't. Like Arlene Sorkin had that Brooklyn accent, like down, like that nineteen fifties, you know, white trash Brooklyn accent. She had that. And and Tara Strong, who uh, look. She's a she's a phenomenal voice actress, but this isn't it. This is more baby talk, and I don't like baby talk. <laughs> <laughs> now, who did her voice in uh, Injustice, the first one? Same. Probably was that Tara, Tara Strong, Strong as well? Yeah, that was yeah. Tara Strong. Why does it sound different? Because I think because she's she. I don't I don't know. I don't know. But like it sounded better in the first game to me, or my I might just have forgotten what she sounded like. But I was I heard the voice in this, and I'm like that doesn't sound like Harley. And and dead and Deadshot when I watch him play seems a whole similar to uh, to Deathstroke from the last game. I mean, yes, I, I, I it's honestly, the same fucking character. Right, one, one wonders. <laughs> right, one wonders if Deathstroke is showing up in Injustice Two. Put it that way. I looked at uh, There's no point at this. Yeah. I looked at uh, Maximilian's reaction. He was like Deathstroke. Is that Deathstroke? <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that Deathstroke? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like the only difference is he doesn't have a sword, but he has a dagger. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, I was like, okay, so he almost has the same fucking moves. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, there you go. Yeah. I liked Harley in the first game. She was really good. Like, she ended up being one of the best characters in the game, honestly, which was weird. And I started using her, like, the the first day, and she got better once I moved on to other characters. But that's how it always works. Next up, Mass Effect. Mass Effect Remaster is most likely on the way, according to EA. Now I didn't know that they've never that they haven't put any remasters out on the previous generations yet. No, on, uh, from previous generations on to the current consoles, huh? Yeah, not yet. I'm they, but shocked. here, but here's my money. Like my wallet is wide open. Yeah, so it's just, just take it. Trilogy. Yeah, please do it. <laughs> How many times did you finish all three of those games? Not, not Micah has way more, way more than me. I can tell you that. I think I finished Mass Effect two. Maybe four times. And, and you'd buy it again to finish it again? Uh, you're talking to the guy who saw that the PlayStation Network had a flash sale and rebought Dragon Age for $8. Yeah. I would do it. Okay. And I would <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I rebought both Devil May Cry 4 and DMC. After like triple Sing those games on multiple. There, 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 are three, <laughs> right. there are three remasters that I would buy. And one of them is Mass Effect Trilogy. The other one is Skyrim, just because I'd like to play that game again. And the third one is if they ever somehow, some way, do a Kingdoms of Amalur remaster. 
I, I wouldn't buy, buy that because I've beaten Kingdoms of Amalur like four times. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I've beaten that game so many times. I love that game, but I don't think I'd buy a remaster. Kurt Schilling is thinking about running for Elizabeth Warren's Senate seat. What? That's, that's what he said. That's what he said. That's all. All you have to do is point to his running of that company and be like, "Do you really think he's qualified to to govern like, anything?" Nah, son. Sorry. So when is uh, Mass Effect Andromeda set to come out? Released uh, in early in the spring. So they say. Huh. We'll see. I mean, yeah, well, we'll this see. isn't Capcom. This is this is EA. They kind of rush shit, don't they? <laughs> I really, uh, really want this now. Like I'm what Andromeda? I, no, uh, well, yeah, oh, the remaster and the remaster. Like I, like I, I want this so bad. I wish this story was not published because I wouldn't be thinking about it. Like in the forefront of my mind now. <laughs> like I really want to play those games again. And look, I, I'm looking at my PS3 and my Xbox 360 right here. I could play them again. But I want to play. But I want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. You know what? Me and Micah are standing in a united front <laughs> against you, Terrence, <laughs> because we're both we both have the same problem when it comes to this series. Yeah, man. I I, I really want to buy it. That's fucking weird. Like I've beaten all I've beaten all three of them. I think I've beat the third one like twice. Hey, you just bought DMC again, I did, but it was nine dollars. Fair. I bought it too. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. I saw you posted you it in the group and I was like, oh shit. Like, I was like, oh, okay, he's playing that again. And you were like, it's 10 bucks. Like, fuck <laughs> it. It's $10. Like, what the fuck is yeah, $10? Yeah, I bought it and I was playing it earlier today, actually. Uh, the game is fun. It's very like, fun. It, got, I, it, it, uh, it was underrated. People hated it just because of the remake, the, the Dante and the, the language. It was dumb, but hey. It, the game itself was fine. It was dumb. You know what else was dumb? Fucking Japanese Dante. The 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 regular Dante. The regular Dante was stupid too. <laughs> He's a fucking You're asshole. Right. He was he was Bayonetta if Bayonetta was not cool. I don't know. <laughs> but he was first. But he was this first. Really all that matters. He was first. And look, to be fair, like that ninja theory Dante is fucking annoying. He's annoying as all hell. I don't like the voice actor. No, I want to. That voice makes me want to punch someone in the face. <laughs> it is very annoying. And is it just me, or did Virgil look like fucking um, what's his name from Silver Linings Playbook? Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you look up like the pictures of Virgil from DMC, that motherfucker looks like Bradley Cooper. <laughs> They're twins, but he looks more like Bradley Cooper than. Look it up. It's weird. Uh, next up, Final Fantasy. What is that? Fifteen two hundred. I'm sorry, I didn't read this before. Two hundred seventy dollars collector's edition will not include the season pass. Well, fuck you. That my 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 reaction to reading this headline was: you have to be fucking kidding me. That's... The the DLC cost to, to include with this edition what it costs to print the code. On a piece of paper. That's what it actually of all, costs. What the fuck comes with a $270 Ultimate Edition? That's a good question. Let's I'll I'll look at that while you guys are uh 
Um, let's sit, sit, sitting in disbelief let me, about this, this news. Is, let this me, is slightly yeah. offensive. Does it come with a Let's system? See. Fuck no. It motherfucker better come with something. <laughs> no. Uh, no season pass. And the season pass is what? 30 bucks? Yeah. So you're literally paying $300 for a game. <laughs> Fuck you. Like you guys have done that over like years. This is, with this Street is Fighter, right? unbelievable that they would that they would not include the season pass. All right, here we go. It's Ultimate a code. <laughs> it's a fucking code. This is insane. For someone that's paying $270 for a video game. A video game. One. One video game. $270. No, I can't put that code in, guys. Sorry. I'm going to need 30 more dollars from you. Get the fuck out of my face. Get that dirty bullshit <laughs> out of my face. <laughs> So what comes so is what comes with the ultimate collector's edition? Uh, hardcover, 192 page art book, exclusive steel book, uh, Brotherhood. I don't know what that is. Uh, special soundtrack, exclusive play art, Kai Noctis. I hate that fucking name. A statue. You get the exclusive steel book, King Slay, King's Glaive, Final Fantasy, 15 game. What? It's King, King, King's Glaive is like a, like a is like a retro like platform prequel. Yeah, whatever. You get bonus content for the game. You get a outfit. All right. Uh, you get a, a Masum a sword. Masamune. Yeah, Masamune. Uh, you get a platinum Leviathan, which is a car. car. Yeah. In-game items include travel pack, a camera kit. I guess so you can take pictures. An angler set, so you can fish and a gourmand set and there are only 30,000 available worldwide so pay your $300 to pick up Final Fantasy 15 All right, and get on. some music and, and two books All right, hold on. and a side scrolling platform and a steel cover the game is 60 bucks right All right, how much you think the art book is Let, let's go let's, let's do a high estimate and say 60 50 bucks, let's say, say 50. 50 that's 120 yeah. no that's 110 well, the statue itself looks pretty cool. I don't yeah, but, know how high but, it is. But, but based on the other statues that are in that line, like that that company sells, let's say 120 for that. For the statue itself? Yes, for the statue itself. Oh, then you're, auto- you're automatically looking you're at 200 yeah, something dollars. Yeah, you're at $230 right there. How much do yeah. you, uh, you think the CDs are? What, 10 bucks for a CD? No, fuck that, because you get that in the regular collector's edition anyway. Ah, how much is the regular collector's edition? 80 Like. Probably considerably less. Uh, I don't know exactly how much offhand. The Kingsglaive thing is a pre-order bonus at GameStop. Oh, oh well, that, that doesn't count. That's free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. Look, if you have that statue, it's about 250 I guess. I guess. That statue, these, that statue these, better be six feet tall. These <laughs> are... But the, the, uh, the person that would buy this is the most ardent Final Fantasy fan. Don't you want to take care of the most ardent of your fans? I get that you don't want to give away 30,000 season passes. I understand that. But if you're if you're telling me imagine buying a PlayStation 4 system and Sony's like, "Yeah, we'll give you everything except you need to buy a USB cable to charge your controller." 
because we're not going to include it in the box. Oh, you mean like when you buy what, a Nintendo what if, 3DS? What if you bought a, a Nintendo 3DS and it didn't come with a charger? <laughs> Nintendo would be the biggest dicks in the world. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're dicks, man. The, the, res- the response from the official Final Fantasy Twitter account on this, will the Ultimate Collector's Edition contain the season pass? Sadly, no. And we looked into making more... I guess that's user whatever content, but we were told we still can't. By who? Who told you that? Who fucking told you that? <laughs> Square, get him a fucking. Face, Actually, Square. I'm on the I'm on the website now. Yeah, that that statue is 130 bucks. Well, good. I, I, I guessed well. How how big is it? How big is uh, it? Let's see. It is. It's probably about 15 inches if I had to guess. Figure size inches with height is 11 inches. Okay. It's a foot tall. All right. All right. It might be worth 120 bucks, but not to me. To someone, but not to me. Like, I was really trying to find a reason about this game. I just, I'm not feeling it right now. This, it's, it's a code. It's a code (laughs) that you have to slide in the fucking box. It is not that serious, Square. Seriously. Uh, you can move the arms and legs and shit. Mm, That's I don't like I'm that. still not paying. I don't, I don't like articulation points in my statues. I just do a cool fucking pose. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't Okay, know. well, that's a lot of fucking money. All right, 300 bucks. Look, uh, there'll be 30,000 people will buy it. It's the principle of the thing <laughs> it's the that I'm upset about. Yes. So there you go. Yeah, that's cool. Are you hardcore Final Fantasy? $270. Half of it at the goddamn statue itself. A game uh, and, and a game a and decade in the making. Did. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but shut up. It really is. <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. What's going on? Oh, okay. Wait, I thought this was already. Oh, no change in price. All right, next up. Uh, prices for PlayStation Plus increase next month. Yeah. So uh, for one year, it's going to be sixty bucks. It's just like play, it's just like Xbox. It's that, that's all they're doing is they're just lining just, up with Xbox Live, just shooting it up. Wow! Th- wow! Whoa! 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 Three months went from seventeen ninety nine to twenty four ninety nine. That's a yeah. okay. That's the same same prices and nine ninety nine for monthly. <clears throat> same shit. So yep. All right. Now that that being said, I'm gonna need them to give me an option to change my username if they're gonna if they're gonna bump me up here. Th- this coming from someone who hasn't had to play for play pay for PlayStation Plus for four years. <laughs> Yo, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need some extra features uh, if okay. you're jacking up my bill. I'm gonna need a whole new interface. Because <laughs> PlayStation Four that. interface is fucking garbage. Sorry, they're they're not Microsoft. They they tend to just stick with what they what they put out and refine it instead of just completely changing everything every year. Refine <laughs> on, it. On the, on Have the UI. refined it yet? It was. You mean it was worse when it first came out? No, not yet. But the PS3 one was worse. the The product when PS3 interface on day one to what it ended up at was a very different thing from a refinement standpoint. So it went from trash to trash. <laughs> no, Terrence. He's not saying refine. He's saying refined, as in they <laughs> lost it and they have to find the right thing to do. That now, doesn't I actually, even make sense. I know it doesn't. I'm just trying to make. A <laughs> I actually like the PS4 interface. It's it's very simple. 
and uh, I can get around. I know how to get around it pretty pretty easily. But it's yeah, I, ugly. I mean that's you know whatever it goes up. I I look. I renewed my uh, my PlayStation Plus subscription uh, a couple of weeks ago. I thought it was sixty bucks. <laughs> right, that's the thing. Like Xbox One has been sixty, but if you had Xbox Live forever, like they still only charge you like forty bucks. Remind me if I ever like have to buy anything for you that you're going to reimburse me that just to jack up the the price by an extra ten or fifteen dollars. You're not going to pay attention. I, I will never know. <laughs> I mean, it was twenty five bucks. You only paid like ten before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the kind of shit that could get you in trouble when you get married. When she's when when she's like, hey, I want to buy this thing, and you're just like, here, just take the card. Uh, I don't I don't care what the cost. I do that now. <laughs> like, hey, I'm gonna need some money for you know groceries here. Just have a hundred dollars. She's like, oh, guess what? I just bought all this food for fifty five dollars, and I'm looking at her like, you could have spent the entire what? no. Where's my forty five dollars at? <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Oh man, I never see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the perks of being married. Yep. Uh, where am I at now? Oh yeah, Nintendo nets six hundred sixty-one million dollars in selling their majority stake in the Seattle Mariners. Wait, what? Right. N- yes. Nintendo owned a baseball team. That you didn't know this? We talked about yeah, we this talked like two about months it a ago. While ago. We, we I, did? I forgot myself. <laughs> They've owned it since like the 1990s. What? Yes. <laughs> Are you serious? Like we I talked about this? Yes. We, we, we talked about when they announced that they were looking to find a buyer for their majority stake. Wow. Yes. Damn. Are they, and, and, are they... and by the way, how hilarious is it for Nintendo... That selling a baseball team is literally the most profitable thing they've done <laughs> this year. This is a year when Pokemon Go has taken the entire world by storm. Speaking of Pokemon, by the Go, way, do people still play that? Has it died question. yet? Because I haven't heard shit about it in like two weeks. Uh, it's definitely not where it was a month ago. I'll tell Good. you that. So, oh, the, so yeah, Nintendo sold a fucking baseball team and got six hundred and sixty-one million dollars in. They did so now. So now, after the Wii U, they've broken even. <laughs> they bought it for one hundred and twenty-five million in nineteen ninety-two. Yep. Damn. Damn. They, they what? <laughs> I, <laughs> I do remember talking about this. Wow. A couple months back, that they are are that. are they good? The, I mean, they are profitable. The Mariners are they good? They're okay. Huh. They they've always been just kind of okay for a long time. Oh, all right. But but even even bad teams are still worth a shitload of money. Oh yeah yeah. I mean I because you all you also get the stadium and you also get you know all the branding and everything like that. So, so. what's the stadium name for the Mariners? Like uh, where they play in they play in Safeco Field. Safeco. Yes. What is Safeco? It's actually a very <laughs> nice stadium. Safeco. Is a an insurance Safeco Auto Insurance? Yeah, like if I was Nintendo and I owned a baseball team, you goddamn yo, I, the the Seattle Mariners are here at the Nintendo Treehouse. You would think that that actually actually you know what? Why didn't they do that? Exactly. 
That would have made way too much that sense. That would have been right. a Why whole they just bunch buy the of fucking sense. naming rights to the stadium? Like, God damn it. God damn This isn't hard, man. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Give me $500 million. It's amazing. Man. You should have it. You should, you should run the <laughs> Seattle Mariners. God damn. And Nintendo's stead. Jesus Christ. They, they, they even had DSs like in the stadium, like at the seats, or at least they did. Once upon a time. They're dumb. God, I hate Nintendo. They're dumb, man. They're dumb. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty goddamn stupid. She's full of a bunch of dopes. Uh, and oh man, <laughs> and the last story I saw this and I was like, "This is fucking stupid." Uh, Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, 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 I think, Abe, probably. whatever, pops yeah. up through a pipe dressed as Mario during the Olympics closing ceremony. Whatever. Dude, this, this this Tokyo Olympics is going to be the nerdiest fucking shit. Oh, I can't wait. You've ever seen. I can't wait for Tokyo. Like we're talking about going. Like 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 they like they're already what? who who's talking about going? Me and my wife. We talking about Oh going, shit, really? Yeah, we talking about going to Japan for the Olympics. Can't wait. Uh, you know it's really expensive, right? Yeah. Like 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 tickets are insane. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, you think yeah, I they got four years to save? Right. That's true. <laughs> hope you hey, hope you ain't doing much else for four years. <laughs> you don't even like, like how much sports that much. Ah, uh, you know, I get jingoistic. I don't. Even, I didn't even know the fucking Olympics were on until they t- they told me like two weeks ago. Like I There's, legitimately didn't know. Yeah, this, this is gonna be some nerdy shit. Like they're already trotting Mario out to be like the mascot of the fucking Olympics. <sighs> Can we move on to the fucking headlines? That is so funny. To I me. mean, to the the goddamn top stories. I want. I want to hear that shit. I want the Olympics in Tokyo to be so fucking Japanese. Like, I want that shit to be. I want. I want people cosplaying as Mario, and and I want fucking the uh, anime themed stadiums and shit. Like, I, I like get super Japanese with it. Fuck it. It's not going to be worse than Rio. It certainly won't. I'll tell you that. Even though the state of Maryland won the fifth most gold medals than any other country in the entire Olympics this year. Any other country? Yes. It, it, like, like if, you, if you just take Maryland's, Maryland's gold medals and separate them from the rest of the U.S., Maryland finished fifth in gold medals. Damn. God damn. In the Olympics this year. Big up to the swimmers. Rep- rep- representing. Wasn't just swimming. <laughs> Wrestling Re- as well. What? Yes. That guy from the Cruiserweight Classic was went to the Olympics. It's a women's wrestler. Oh, snap. Was she black? No, she was not. God damn it. Uh, but I think I think um, there was a boxer who who is black who defended her gold medal title. And I think she might have been from Maryland as well. Oh, snaps. I'm not mistaken. So They don't talk about them. They talk about <laughs> the, fucking, the chick from Bethesda and that dummy Michael Phelps. <laughs> it's, does, is Michael Phelps that much of a dummy when you compare him to Ryan Lochte? Ah, well, he's a, he's a goddamn Mensa student. Right. So. Fucking Ryan, Ryan Lochte. Jesus Christ. So there so there's that at least. So uh before we move into top stories, just a reminder, uh densepixels.com slash Amazon. Whenever you shop on Amazon.com, uh we appreciate when you use our link. It helps support the show, but you pay the same low price. Again, that's densepixels.com slash Amazon. Uh a new Metal Gear game is in development at Konami. 
Fuck this shit, <laughs> by the way. It's called Metal Gear Survive. It is a four-player co-op title set to launch next year. Uh, it runs on the Fox engine, and it will put four players up against uh, zombified enemies. Um, uh, like previous Metal Gear games, they'll have to be stealthy about it. Uh, like previous Metal Gear games, it looks fucking weird. Um, like previous Metal Gear games, there's a character with a box for a head. What, did you see that at the end of the trailer? No, Jesus Christ. So Konami said, like Konami realized that Metal Gear Solid Five, to call it a PR disaster, is probably being a little bit kind. And so they said, they said, they said, we're going to make it up to our fans. And their plan to make it up to their fans is to take your, your most beloved franchise, who you had a very public divorce and with its creator and kind of treat him like shit on the way out the door and bastardize the fuck out of it into whatever bullshit Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear Survive is going to be. That's your plan. This is like this is like if you have a kid with with someone that you should that you know you got drunk and had sex with and you shouldn't have had sex with that person because you know good and hell well that person's a a a, a dickhead. Then then you get then the kid is born and you guys are like all right let's just get married so. Our kid won't be a bastard, right? But then you realize that you shouldn't have gotten married in the first place. So then you divorce, but then they get the rights to the kid. And then you see that kid every other, you know, Sunday or whatever, whatever the hell. I don't know how divorce shit works. You see that kid every other <laughs> Sunday and that kid it comes back. And his pants is hanging off his ass and 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 hat is on backwards and he's got gold teeth in his mouth and he's four. Like what the fuck? Like, what did you do to my kid? You turned him into have, Metal Gear. You named him Metal Gear Survive. That's what happened. Have any of you seen like actual gameplay footage of this game? No. Like leaked gameplay footage. And I and I don't want to. You really don't. I really don't want to you really because don't. because all they did is they said, man, that Left for Dead and that Call of Duty Zombies is really fucking popular. Why don't we just co-op the Metal Gear game on top? Of it? Get the, get out of here. Fucking you want to know what that game looks like? You want to know what the, the gameplay looks like? It looks like Metal Gear Solid Five with zombies that take a lot more bullets to t- to put. Well, down. well, I guess there's truth in advertisement then. Good That's exactly. He, he was running around like the desert, shooting zombies with crystals on their head. Fuck this game! Get out of my face with this dirty bullshit. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like. It looks fucking terrible. All right, and Wait. I don't know how they expect to earn any. They don't have anything else left at this point. And right. this is what they decide to come out with. And and you're literally shoehorning this franchise. You know, you know, two things that I don't see in this trailer. And you know what? Maybe they'll show up eventually. They probably will. But you know, two things that are kind of essential to the Metal Gear franchise that you don't see in this trailer. A dude named Snake and a fucking Metal Gear. <laughs> <laughs> they might be like scattered around the wasteland. 
where you can get into a Metal Gear and kill zombies. Fuck this game. This is really terrible. Like, I don't... Konami has, like, one game left, right? They Do, do they still do soccer? They do, yes, they still do Pro Evolution they have, they have Pro Evolution Soccer and Metal Gear Zombies. And, and, they, and they have pachinko machines. That's all you need. That right? are popular in Japan. Japanese pachinko they, they came out, machines. They, they are coming out with a Metal Gear pachinko machine. They don't even have, they don't have one already. Apparently, apparently not. It seems like a uh, prime opportune time for the Dance Dance Revolution series to make a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> you, you jest. Why the fuck and yet, not? <laughs> don't be shocked. Where, where's our Castlevania? Right there. What Castlevania? Yeah, what, it's, where it's, is it's, Castlevania? It's, it's, it's coming out next year. It's called Bloodstained. It was on Kickstarter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God damn it. So when, when are they just going to go on the... Who Konami? Kon- Konami. Not not soon enough. How about that for an answer? <laughs> Jesus, I'm tired of that, man. I've had I've had it with Konami. I've had it to here. But you're still willing to give Capcom a chance? Only Street Fighter, and th- and that's just because they have a hold on me that I can't explain. <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm willing to admit my downfall in that okay. regard. Yeah, it's all right to be a hypocrite if right. you admit that you're a hypocrite. <laughs> See. Sure, uh, whatever. Next up. <laughs> uh, so uh, there's been images and videos going around of what is perceived to be the PlayStation 4 Slim. Um, it looks very similar to the current PlayStation 4. Yeah, just kind of slim. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I, I don't know how else to describe like it. It's, like it's not quite as slanted backwards it looks like some sort of weird apple tv yes it looks like a knockoff of a playstation 4 also true yeah it looks like a playstation 4 <laughs> <laughs> like it, if, if this is if this is real but it's but it's just a slim ps4 who cares who cares it, it looks closer to the ps it, it looks closer to the existing ps4 than the xbox one s looks to the original Xbox One does it? Not really. Yeah, I, I, think the I mean, slim looks. I think the slim looks like a small Xbox One. You think so? Uh, yeah. I'll have to see it again, but yeah, I think the slim looks like a just a smaller Xbox One. Where's this? I, I think I think the thing that throws me off with the slim is all the is all the polka dots all over it. I like the <laughs> but the, the, the vents. <laughs> yeah, the vents. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> The po- the polka dot events. You might be right. I, you I might like the right. slim. I like the the way the slim looks in comparison than the yeah the um the or the S. I like the way the S looks in comparison than the slim. There's, this PlayStation Four Slim looks like a fucking toy, dude. Like a knockoff toy of a play. I don't like the way it looks. How much small? Wow, it is pretty fucking small. Because the PS Four is kind of small well, in and of itself. Kind of normal sized, yeah. So, I don't. I mean, I'm. I'm sure this will come out because why wouldn't it? But people were freaking out because they thought it was the Neo, and I, I definitely don't think it's the Neo. Yeah, no. No, they have a picture of the Neo. They just showed. No, they? it's that's the slim PS4. Yeah, I, I'd be shocked if you saw the final design of the Neo yet. E- even when they announce it um, in a couple weeks, I bet you you still don't see 
what the final design of the console is going to look like. Mm. I still don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I still think it's too soon for slim models. I don't know. It's been. It was. Um. So the, the it's it was only four years for the slim PS3 to come out. Or no, not even. It was it was three. Yeah, it was three years. Oh, I don't. When I don't did like the PS? That. When did the PS4 come out? It, 20, it, three 14? three years ago. Twenty thirteen. Seriously? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's it's been that long. The huh. slim the slim Xbox took a little longer. Like like the the slim PS4 came out before the slim Xbox did. Or PS3, I mean. I don't know. I like the way the slim P- the Xbox One looks. This well, looks like a toy. Well, I mean, any anything's better than that giant fucking <laughs> game console that they put that out. Fucking originally. huge! It's enormous. <laughs> it really is big <laughs> shit. Uh, next up, Tekken producer Katsuro Harada. I guess I said that first name right. Uh, has a hit out. Uh, at ill-informed criticisms of his character designs, especially those that feature scantily clad women. In an interview with Eurogamer, uh, the outspoken game director said that his critics failed to appreciate cultural differences. Uh, He said that depictions of women in swimsuits are no different uh, to dressing up for the holidays. Uh, Quote, swimsuits. The swimsuits was a good example. People who don't even play the game uh, they maybe just hear that there's swimsuits uh, in it, and they say, "Whoa, you have these girls in sexy swimwear. What's wrong with you, man? Uh, you're such a male <laughs> chauvinist, etc." Uh, but what they don't know is that it started off in the arcade, and it's a season line, so uh, like you do for Christmas, Halloween, or whatever. And it's not just the women; rope robots have them. <laughs> <laughs> Kuma and Panda, the bears have them. Uh, the male characters have swimwear. It's not like we're trying to sexualize the female characters at all. Bullshit. Uh, they just don't go right. this, uh, looking for that info before they criticize, and it's frustrating. This, this, this is another one of those "don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining." Yeah, I mean, come on, kind of deals. Like, like if you're going to, if you're going to do it, fine, but don't fucking act like. It's something that it isn't. Right. Don't act like you're, you know, you're being censored as an artist. Like, you just want to see some fucking chicks with big tits fucking fight each other in bikinis. Like, that's all it is. Uh, Just admit it. I'd respect you more. Right. And, like, Dragon's Crown, when they did that shit, like, they didn't shy away from it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that's, that's the style that we're using. Deal with it. Now look, now Fuck look. Off. I'm not saying every video game has to have female characters like that. Uh, certainly not, but um, you know, give people options, right? Like if people don't want to see that, look, make it, but don't make it like the default outfit, right? Make people charge a premium if you want that stuff. Like the default outfit should be, you know, should be what it is. It shouldn't be fucking tits McGee in this wedding dress or whatever with a gun in her hand talking about. You know, I'm gonna do this five hit combo on you, and juggle you, and then bounce you on the ground, and then start my juggle combo again. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, let it be a premium, and if it's a premium, fine. But don't be like, 
Oh, yeah, well, stupid social justice warriors trying to censor me. Like, you're mansplaining. Like, this is mansplaining. Like, you ain't got to do all that, man. Like, just if you want to do it, do it, and then take whatever take whatever lumps you get. Because guess what? Those fucking swimsuit packs, they're going to sell. And the male swimsuit pads and the robot and bear swimsuit pads packs aren't going to sell. You know which ones will sell. <laughs> so... I don't know. When now is Tekken uh, coming out? I want I want to play Tekken. In March. Already. March? Right. Yeah, it's coming out in March, yep. All right. Close enough, I guess. Um, I'm reading the rest of his, uh, his, his, his response. It's pretty goddamn funny. What is uh, he talks about uh, Gun Ryu. He's yeah, a sumo wrestler. Yeah, uh, sumo. But to someone who doesn't know sumo, they might just say, hey, there's a guy in his underwear. Like, nigga, shut no, up. No, shut up, man. <laughs> God, God damn it. All right, you know what? Fuck it. Don't That's put funny. don't put the swimsuits in there. You fucking chauvinist pig. You That's fucking, fucking bastard. hilarious. God damn it. Oh. That is hilarious. God, <laughs> that like, quote is the best quote. God damn oh it. Oh my god. It's an important part of uh, Japanese culture. Sumo wrestling. Without knowing that to so easily make criticism is maybe a dangerous direction. Mhm. I really 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 need this pe- for people to stop Nate Parkering their fucking explanations. <laughs> I mean, you didn't say no, so alright, there it is. It just happened. Sorry. Like, nah, man. Like, that's a bullshit ass re- alright, I'm done. I'm done. God damn it. I hate I dudes, hilarious. I hate guys, man. Fucking dumb. Speaking of dumb, Microsoft announces official <laughs> Xbox onesies. So, with the release of the Xbox One S, uh, Microsoft is releasing a clothing line uh, nicknamed the Xbox Onesie. It is a jumpsuit that you can wear. Who, who asked for this? Whose idea was this? Somebody wouldn't mind. Somebody probably <laughs> look. Somebody's somebody's significant other at a board meeting, and they were like, they were like, you know, hey, I got this really good idea. Like, uh, that idea sounds kind of dumb, really. And then here's a hand job. And I, oh, okay. <laughs> so sounds with, like a with, good the, idea to with me. the so with the Xbox onesie, first of all, you can have your gamer tag embroidered on it. Awesome. Being sarcastic. Secondly, it's got pockets. It's, it's bad enough. It's bad enough that the pockets are there to hold specific things, but the pockets are labeled as far as what they hold. Um, like, like the pocket for your controller has a picture of an Xbox One controller on the side of it. I have a question. That first image with the man and the woman. Uh huh. Look at the woman's left arm. Is that a picture of a Zune? <laughs> uh, it is the picture of some kind of media That's device. It, like of some it kind. looks like it a sure Zune. It does look like a Zune. How so. dare you <laughs> assume that people own Zunes? Did they, did they even make Zunes anymore? No, they don't make Zunes okay. anymore. I didn't think so. Uh, that so should be a question of week. Do you know anybody who has a Zune? We knew one person who swore by his Zoom. 
I've seen a Zune in the wild. <laughs> and it is from our, our mutual friend. Uh, wow. A Zune. Shut up. I don't know what that is on the left pocket. Is that a television? It's for your TV remote, I'm assuming. I don't know. <laughs> you, you think it's for the whole TV? I mean, they I assume mean, they that people have your fucking arm. That's true. So that's true. Yeah. So it comes in black or white. Why not green? Why not green? Because uh, the Xbox yeah, One is S is black and white. But Microsoft's like company, like the Xbox company branding, is still that lime green. Maybe they're going to change it color. Why is she standing on a couch spilling popcorn? Because she's having so much fun in her wearing her Xbox onesie with no video that, game controller in her hand. With no video with game controller. Remote. Oh, she has a remote in her hand. All right. No, she has a, a a television remote in her hand, and she's hyped because she's fucking changing the fuck out them channels. <laughs> Yo, this let's, this picture is really fucking stupid. First of all, <laughs> so first of all, she has two she has two Xbox One controllers, neither of which are in her Xbox onesie, <laughs> despite the designated controller pouch. She has an Xbox branded pillow on her yeah, couch does. as well, and behind her on the wall. Is a three-piece art print of an Xbox, Xbox One, One controller. controller. <laughs> God damn it, man! I oh really wish. I really wish we could name the episode "Changing the Fuck Out Them Channels." <laughs> I'll write it down just in case it needs to be used. Put it that way. You can use censored words, right? Like just censor it with the. Uh, well, I think I think it's more because we 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 traditionally name the wrestling shows after the wrestling event. That, that's uh, right. Oh that yeah, just happened. Uh, look, it might be Pixel uh, Slam. It still might be changing the fuck out. <laughs> changing the fuck out the, the fuck channels. Out channels. Oh, look, given on given uh given the events that happened on SummerSlam, it might still work. Yeah, that's what I was literally about the same <laughs> the same same goddamn thing. Cause so. So <laughs> wait, wait with bated breath for your Xbox onesies to go on sale. Any time now, I'm sure. Oh man! All right. I mean, look, and, uh, look. I'm not gonna knock them. Like somebody's gonna buy it, right? Uh, you know what? You know when you are going to knock them when they cost seventy nine ninety nine. Uh, I'm just speculating. I was about to say. I'm just speculating, but. I, I'm assuming that's what it's going to cost. 80 bucks. That would be offensive. I got a bathrobe. Right. I was in Australia. Hell, I got a I have I have I have boxers. <laughs> I'm I'm good. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks Microsoft. Fuck boxers. I was I will play fucking naked. Just fucking <laughs> sweaty ass just all, just getting stuck to the leather couch. Fucking dingleberries falling <laughs> into the crevices of the couch and shit. Oh, by the way, the Xbox onesie also comes with forearm grips to prevent slipping on those, quote, edge of your seat moments. Unquote. Mm. They don't also, oh, here, it comes with enlarged pockets to fit your Xbox controller and media right. remotes. Also, arm ro- pouch rollable, to offer quick and easy access to your mobile phone. So it doesn't have to be. It could have been roll, like a, a rollable legs to cater for all temperatures and seasons. If it's too hot, take off the fucking onesie. Yeah, idiot. This thing looks like it's like wool almost. The fuck out of here. Uh, forearm grip, extra large hood to accommodate headsets. 
and customized gamer tag embroidery. Does it have forearm grips and an extra large hood? Does it have the hood to hide your face and the forearm grips to strengthen your forearms <laughs> for all the masturbating that you'll be <laughs> If you buy this thing. Because I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Man, could you imagine? Could you imagine, Brad? You come home. You come downstairs. And your wife sees you. In a big ass white fucking Xbox, and you onesie. know what? To be to be, you know what? To be completely fair, this is some white people shit. You're right. <laughs> God damn us, Jesus! Oh, Does it have man. a butt flap? It it should if it's a one. It probably doesn't. Because if it doesn't have a butt flap, <laughs> like this is <laughs> how you take a shit. This thing, this thing failed on every single level. If it doesn't have a butt flap. <laughs> you mean I could be pooping and warm? <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's, that's, that's enough of the Xbox onesies. So if, if you are staying on for SummerSlam, hang tight. Uh, if you're not, just a reminder, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, check out our website, DensePixels.com. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, at DensePixels. And subscribe to the show. You can do that on iTunes, Google Play Music, or SoundCloud, or any other podcatcher of your choice uh if you are not interested in hearing the wrestlings uh you can tune out now we'll see you next week Um, but if you are stay tuned as we review summerslam So, SummerSlam was uh, this past Sunday uh, in Brooklyn, New York, and may I say, fuck Brooklyn. Yeah, I agree. Fuck that city. I agree. You dirty ass city. Your dirty asses. So, <laughs> so I, I can tell from your from your two's earlier comments that you guys were not the keenest on SummerSlam. Uh, it, it was. The matches that were good were really good, mm. and um, the matches that, I, I won't say weren't good, but I, I'll say they didn't grab me. Like, there's a lot of, like, weird stuff going on, uh, especially towards the latter end of this. And then, you know, what, and then the crowd, like, the crowd really killed some of these matches, man. Like, I, I have a theory. That I'd like to present to you guys. Okay. So there is there's an there's an adage in soccer that a great manager can take a team and make them ten percent better than they're normally able to be, whereas a shitty manager can take a team and make them thirty percent worse <laughs> than they're normally able to be. And and nowhere do I think this is more exemplified than in comparing and contrasting the difference between the NXT TakeOver special that happened this past weekend mm-hmm. and SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. They took place in the same arena. They had essentially the same crowd. And if you look at the wrestling, and I, and I, and I really think if you look at the wrestling objectively, so take, take SummerSlam where I think you had two 
exceptional matches. We can agree on that. Yes. Yeah. Two exceptional matches. What was the second one? Uh, the the Universal Championship match. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty decent. Yeah. So so two exceptional matches. Mat, uh, mat, mat, matches. Um, mostly most of most of the rest of it was between good and average, or even slightly below average. Yeah. Okay. So take now take the NXT event where I think you had one exceptional match, one very good match, and then everything else was kind of average. Yet, when you read reviews of the NXT show, people were talking about how amazing it was, and SummerSlam, not so much, despite the fact that the wrestling quality was pretty much the same. And I think it's firmly to do with the difference in the crowd between TakeOver 2 and SummerSlam. Well, I haven't finished watching um, TakeOver, so I can't mm-hmm. really speak on that. Um, and I didn't see the hours worth of pre-show matches. <laughs> um, I, didn't, I didn't watch and, all that. And, and to be fair, yes, SummerSlam was way too long. Oh, my God, dude. Way too long. The actual event was four hours, and then there was another hour of pre-show matches. I just, um, I fell asleep during some of the matches, man. I really did. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, that's not like me. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Ter- Terrence, tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me what? why I'm wrong. Uh, because SummerSlam was trash. <laughs> that's why. I like two matches and the rest of them were just kind of just average. Like the, 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 well, we're going to get into them, but yeah, I was fucking bored out of my mind. Like but I literally we- just kind of glossed over a lot of it. But because would you have been more into it if the crowd was more into it? Not with some of those matches, no. Like I don't. Well, like we'll get into it. But some of the the crowd did fuck up some of the matches. I will. Uh, like they oh, fucked we'll, up oh, the, the universal oh, we'll, championship. Oh, we'll match. get to that. But we will get to that for the most fucking part. Assholes. I I was fucking bored, man. Mike just said he fell asleep. <laughs> Mike Mike is an old man though. He was tired. Nah, yo. <laughs> nah, I fell asleep. Nah. On, I fell asleep on the Dolph Ziggler Dean Ambrose match. Well, to be fair, that match was decided. That match fucking sucked. <laughs> like I woke I up I, and I saw Nikki Bella. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so, but so yeah, we we will talk about stuff. I enjoyed SummerSlam for the most part. There there were a few things I didn't care for, and and again, just the the complete juxtaposition as enjoyable as I found. Like the Bobby Roode entrance at NXT Takeover, the match was merely adequate. I didn't even see that. I saw the last three matches at Takeover, and I saw it, and I watched um, Ember Moon's match. Mm-hmm. I don't give so, a fuck about Bobby Roode. I don't. I I like I like what they're trying to do with this character. What are they trying? Like I've heard his theme music that everyone seemed to love. I don't get it. It is a he. They're basically setting him up as sort of a like a hybrid, like a Rick Rude, Ric Flair type of character. Hmm. Oh, which is which is fine, but I need him to have a better finisher than what the Road Dog used to use <laughs> as a finishing. <laughs> <laughs> so let's Aww. let's let's get into SummerSlam. Obviously, we're not going to cover the pre-show. Um, so we start off with Enzo and Cash. Enzo and Cash, Enzo and Cass coming out in front of a pro New York crowd. Nobody besides The Rock has ever gotten such a consistent amount of mic time than these two guys. 
Yeah. Because yeah, he's pretty good on the mic. Sometimes it hit and miss, but for the most part, yeah, he's pretty good on the mic. I'm, I mean, he had the crowd singing Notorious B.I.G. lyrics. Yeah, I was like, that was the best <laughs> part of the, damn, the entire show to me, personally. I wouldn't aside go from that. <laughs> aside from uh, um, the fuck is that dude's name? Cena and um, the other guy and AJ Styles. AJ Styles. The best part of the match for me, and I'm looking at a gif of it now, is Kevin Owens on the apron <laughs> mocking <laughs> Enzo Amore. Why? Why is why isn't Kevin Owens being being pushed to the moon? Yo, I mean, again? he should be he should be getting pushed like fucking new day was getting pushed you know what i mean like i right. need kevin owens to be everywhere so so th- it's it's it was enzo and Cass versus uh jericho the new the new canadian tag team that has been formed over the past couple of weeks um the match the 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 way the match flowed was fine but there was a lot of sloppiness in the match from both teams like when like when Cass launched enzo out of the ring he got somehow yeah, he got tied up where up he in the fucking ropes. He, yeah, or he he fell out of the ring himself as well. I mean, they played it off okay, but like, I mean, it was obvious that it was a bit of a botch. That was kind of a precursor to the entire fucking show, honestly. Yeah, I mean that, that in in a lot of ways that's very fair. Um, the finish also like when you, Mike, if I were to tell you that the 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 finish for Team Jericho would be Kevin Owens, you know, doing a pop up power bomb but launching a guy backwards into a code breaker, sounds pretty cool, right? That sounds amazing. <laughs> what what they did was not exactly that though. No, what they did was it looked impromptu, like oh, oh, oh like it was <laughs> it was just it was sloppy, and like you said, like the wrestling tonight was way more sloppy than I than I expect. Like not every match, obviously, mm-hmm. but. Like the sloppiness in some of in some of these matches and the botches and it just wasn't. Uh, I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, this this. Uh, I mean, uh, anything else to say with this tag match? Uh, not not about the match itself. Obviously, Jericho will get the win. Do you think now? Obviously, I, I asked the question here. Do you think they'll be continued to be pushed as a team? But um, the events of Raw make it seem like that's probably not going to be. The case going forward, and those two—they're for pretty fun as a team. They are—they like, are really goddamn fun funny as a team. As a team yeah, but yeah. I want Owens to win. Is he in that match? He, yes, he is. He's in I the fatal four-way. Yeah, I do. I really do. <laughs> I would love it. So he—he—he he, he would be—he would be the great pick if they want to swerve people. Because like like Rollins or Reigns would be. Expected and Big Cass right. is not winning that. Match. Yeah, I'm like, hell, <laughs> so, what the it. fuck is this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, now, now, now. To be clear, like that, that, that dude has future world champion written all over him, if only because he is so tall. Yeah. And and Vince McMahon still breathes air and lives on this earth. Yeah. <laughs> so he ain't, he ain't world champion material. Not, no. not 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 yet, yet. Not yet. Not yet. So we so we move on from there. Uh, surprisingly, here is the is the women's title match between Sasha Banks and Charlotte. I was very surprised to see this one um, so very early? early on a four hour card. I'd figured they'd have saved this till a little bit later in the night, but I guess I guess they didn't want it to be like a cool down match because there was a lot of like main event quote unquote matches later on. So I guess they didn't want it to get lost in the shuffle. So I, I sort of get that. Um, I think that the ladies might have tried to do a little too much in this match. 
this match yeah, there, was, like, there were a ton of fucking botches. This like I was her name almost killed herself again. Yeah, <laughs> man. I just um like you said, I, they did too much and they tried to they tried to top themselves, but like it was it was I was I was too busy hoping that they wouldn't die. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so they, there was there was a match early in the in the match where um Charlotte was on the on the second rope and was holding Sasha. She just dropped her across the 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 corner essentially, where Sasha landed on her head, um, which I was a little worried about because that looked a little concussion inducing, and then I was even more worried when the match ended the way that it did, um, that they had to call a quick audible. Um, turns out they did have to call an injury audible, but not for a concussion. It was more for a back injury. Um, on this one, so. A couple things here. Uh, the top rope crucifix powerbomb. People need to stop doing that because it never works. <laughs> it always gets reversed into a hurricane rana. Yeah, and that hurricane rana, she landed on her fucking head. She landed almost. on her fucking head, man. Right. <laughs> and and also, you would think Sasha Banks being the ultimate Eddie Guerrero fan. Well, actually, no, she's the one that did the reversal. So she 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 was smart. She did watch Eddie Guerrero matches because Eddie. I remember distinctly that a Rey Mysterio Eddie Guerrero match ended. With that very spot, mm. with Eddie Guerrero trying to powerbomb Mysterio and Mysterio reversing it and rolling him up for a pin. Mm. So smart on her. Um, I'm also going to need wrestling crowds to stop chanting, this is awesome for every match with the only qualification being that the match lasted longer than 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we please reserve that for ones that truly deserve it? Oh. If we don't mind. So the outcome here... Um, Sasha Banks puts Charlotte in the bank statement. Charlotte wisely re- leans all the way back and pins her in a roll-up one, two, three. Your new women's champion. Um, obviously, everyone was surprised by that, I would say. Um, but now we found out that Sasha's probably going to miss a month with oh. some nagging back injuries. Now, what about yeah. the ru- what about the rumors that um, I heard a very brief rumor. I didn't follow up on it, but I heard a rumor that she was possibly popped for a wellness violation. I, th- I think that yeah, was just that. a. Ru- I think that was just a rumor, and I think I think it's only because I think people probably started that because they're like, why would they have taken the title from her so quick? Maybe she has, you know, oh, okay. and, and it's that kind of how it happened. I like watching these two wrestle. Um, one because they're really good wrestlers. Two, the size disparity between the two of them. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how tall is Sasha? She's like, is she like five four? She looks really short. She looks incredibly small, and Charlotte looks incredibly big. And um, it, it, it <laughs> it's just it's a marvel to see, right? Because it's like Charlotte's got that. But like that Hurricane Rana spot is exactly what I want to see out of these two when they wrestle. You know, minus the whole Sasha Banks falling on her, the back of her head. <laughs> but like, I want to see you know big ass Charlotte. Getting ready to manhandle uh, Sasha, but Sasha is quick and agile and able to do stuff like that. Like that's, like that is that was an awesome spot. But, whew, I, I was just kind of, I was just kind of scared. Yeah, when she flipped her over, I'm like, yo, I think she may have broken her neck <laughs> because it was so bad looking. Actually, she is five five, and uh, Charlotte's like six Charlotte's feet. Charlotte's five think. ten. Okay. Huh. Jay. <laughs> I mean, uh, so is Sasha. 
<laughs> so uh, moving on from there, um, Apollo Cruz challenges Miz for the Intercontinental title. Miz comes out first, which is lame. Uh, don't do that. Champion shit. always needs to enter last. Um, they actually made Cruz look fairly good during this match because he he controlled most of the most of it most of the way. Um, but I don't I don't remember this match. I'm sorry. Well, that's be, well, that's because there wasn't anything standout-ish about it. Like he I looked good, that, but that it just Miz won. Right, it was just a wrestling match, and Miz, you know, Maurice, of course, momentarily distracted Cruz, which let Miz, you know, do the skull crushing finale and retain his title. I mean, it was a cool down match, right? It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was the match between the women's championship and uh and one of the main events I, for the show. I really like Apollo Cruz, I really do, but I cannot watch an Apollo Cruz match. Because all I see is fucking Kevin Hart. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, this dude looks like like fucking Kevin Hulk is what I call him. (laughs) My wife thinks he's Kevin Hulk. Because that's what I call him whenever I see him. Because he looks just like Kevin Hart. I I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, By the way, Miz continues for for me to be one of the most underappreciated wrestlers on the roster. He's such a good heel. I like I like the Miz. He's 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 um He's a good heel. He's a very good yes. heel. He's a very good heel actually. Like he's that wrestling wise. Eh. I think Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not heel. I'm not saying that he needs to be like the the 6 month long WWE champion. I'm not saying that he needs to beat John Cena at WrestleMania. But he's a very valuable guy to have on your roster. In your in your mid card. Do you think he's worthy of the number 2 belt? Yeah. That's 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 completely fine because the longer he holds it, the more the more it becomes important when somebody takes it from him, and when when they give whoever it is that rub, whoever's going to get that belt from him. Yeah. So I'm I'm completely fine with that. Completely fine with that. So, but like I said, that was just a match. Um, it's hard to believe that Apollo Cruz has been in WWE for a year. Wow. This was his has one he? year anniversary. Yeah, because he oh, he showed well, up he in Brooklyn NXT. last year. Yeah. All right. So. So there's that. Wait, uh, and the on the main roster? No, no, no. On I'm just in WWE oh, in okay. general. Oh, I was about to say. Yeah, uh, no, no. He, yeah, he was definitely in NXT yeah, for, for seven months. Main, uh, yeah. So uh, up next, a match that I was definitely very much looking forward to: uh, John Cena versus AJ Styles, the big blow off to their uh, to their month months long feud. Um, and I was just looking forward to a great match, and I also was thinking that this would be a big match for AJ Styles because I thought going into the match that they would have him win clean in this one to blow it off. Yeah. Um, there's a couple really cool things that have in this match. So first of all, John Cena may have backdropped AJ Styles up to the rafters of the Barclays <laughs> Center <laughs> at some point. Yo, he was a good like 15 feet in the air. Like right. somebody turned on the anti-gravity cheat code. <laughs> that dude was just flying, man. So there was also a point where um where AJ Styles had John Cena in the reverse AA position, which made me think like he's not gonna do a burning hammer to this dude, is he? <laughs> like there's no way that they would ever allow this to happen. And it was not. It ended up being like a uh like a backbreaker uh. of sorts. So, but like I said, this match was great. Um, very back and forth. Um, a lot of terrific false finishes. There was also a great little like three minute sequence where they were trading submissions and chain wrestling those back and forth, 
which was fucking awesome, even though John Cena still can't do an STF correctly. <laughs> but, it, but it was great. Um, there was a so, Canadian destroyer, guys. <laughs> well, ish. They're, they, they, I don't think that was a legitimate one, was it? Um, what, Cena's? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was smooth. It was smooth as shit. Like it, but I, I don't know. It looked if good it, to me. It, right, I'll have to, re- looked, I'll have to rewatch it. Perfectly it. fine to me, but I don't know if that's a full Canadian destroyer because so, he just kind of hopped up and flipped over him. It so, was really fucking smooth. <laughs> I was like, God damn! That was- oh, by the way, I'm also very happy that John Cena does not do that springboard stunner anymore. The sooner he retired, that the yeah, better. <laughs> so, so AJ Styles hit the flying forearm. Um, I thought that might be it, and they did a great job. Of of the long two count with that one, but but Cena kicked out. At that point, I was like, "Shit, I think Cena might win." And and like, I don't mind John Cena, but I think that AJ Styles winning would have been the right decision here. So Cena puts AJ Styles in the top rope AA, which to my knowledge has never been kicked out of. And I, I thought for so. sure that was the that was the end of that. But AJ Styles kicks out. It, it was at that point I knew that he was going to win. Um, he hits the Styles Clash later on, does not even attempt the pin, goes to the outside of the ring, follows it up with the phenomenal forearm, one, two, three, AJ Styles pins John Cena in the middle of the ring with zero shenanigans. This was a great match, man. It was excellent. It, it was yep. it was um it was what I expected. It was it was what I wanted from this match. It was it was great. And then after the match, um John Cena left his armband in the ring, almost like what you would do if you were getting ready to retire, even though I don't think John Cena's going to be retiring anytime soon. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. He's got a couple more years. And then um, before he finally trained, I think he'll be off of TV for a while. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, he'll he'll probably break into Hollywood and, and uh, do everything that he condemned The Rock for. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, it but never you leaves. know what? In, in in fairness, at least he, st- he spent sixteen years first. Yeah, look, yeah, look, you're, you're you're. It's okay to be a hypocrite as long as you admit it. <laughs> so, are are we thinking that we're going to get an AJ Styles Dean Ambrose program now for the WWE title? I hope so, and I hope, I, and I hope um, Styles wins. Yeah, because how old is AJ Styles? Like he 39. is thirty nine. Yeah, yo, he getting up there, man. He can still go. He can still go, but um, he'll be champion by the end of this year. I feel like he will be. I would like to see him have a a, a healthy reign as a champion. You know what I mean? I I have to admit, um, when they first got him, like I had seen bits and pieces of AJ Styles through TNA and stuff like that. I was never, I never got what all the fuss was about. With him, mm-hmm. and I, I've really enjoyed his his uh, his first eight months here in WWE. I must say, yeah, yeah. So I I think he's gonna be really great, and it, and it makes me even sadder that he never never got the opportunity earlier because it, it sucks that a lot of his prime years were wasted in some yeah. ways. So next up, uh, John Stewart is back <sighs> at SummerSlam. So can can you guys explain to me how John Stewart is really awkward in front of a live audience? Like how how can that be? I think it's because he's not wearing the suit and has facial <laughs> hair. No, I, I think I think um, 
I think John Stewart is very much a Jewish comedian. <laughs> yeah, he just what he looked like when he came out. I'm like, that's just a, he's a Jew, right? Like he's just a that Jewish sounds comedian. fucked up, but no, that's exactly what he came out as. I'm like, All right, okay, there you go. And and I love Jewish comedians because they are incredibly neurotic, like incredible, <laughs> like it it's their superpower, right? Like it is <laughs> if you're picking a class in a role playing game. Like the Jewish comedian class has like plus ten neuroticism, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's just him. Like him on the Daily Show is very different because he has a team of writers and he has to rehearse. And I can't imagine he, him doing a lot of rehearsing for this. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. It wasn't. So, so he he unveils himself as the honorary third member of the New Day. As the New Day celebrate their their one year with the WWE Tag Team Championships at this very event where they, where they won it last year. I honestly thought um, they were going to drop the belts in this match. I did too. I kind of, I kind of wanted them to. Like, I, as much as I enjoy the New Day, um, I, I, I thought that this would be the event that, you know, like, I, I love tag team wrestling, and you got to give these tag teams something to fight for right and i want to see different tag teams wrestle and i want to see them wrestle for the belts you know what i mean like i i the the new day joke the new day gimmick i got it and i kind of want to i don't know i just kind of want to see some other teams get uh get the belt what say you um yeah, they've had it long enough, honestly. I look, I like the new day, but give it to somebody else. I don't want Anderson and Cooper or whatever the fuck them names. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them to have it. <laughs> what are they? Anderson and Gallows. Whatever. Cooper. I don't like them. Shiny, shiny ball duo, we can call them. I don't like those guys. They suck. Oh, they're boring to me. Like they're just two bald white dudes. Just too much like fucking. Uh, you you have you haven't enjoyed you haven't enjoyed the the dick jokes for the past couple of weeks. The what? The the dick jokes they've been making. I don't even. I'm not. I haven't been paying attention. To their that. their their promos have been have been talking about how they how they you know messed up Biggie's junk, and oh. so that, like when they're giving them, they're just they're throwing in all sorts of double entendres. Oh, see, I'm, I don't pay attention to them because I don't like them. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, but um, what other tag teams are there that would actually be worth a damn with the belts? Uh, American Alpha. Um, yes. <laughs> you were on the wrong show. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Right. Damn, the fuck. That's right. Come damn. on. Who, who, who has? Are they gonna? Are they gonna have a tag team belt on SmackDown? That's or? that's the word on the street. I kind of hope not. I think one tag team <sighs> belt is fine. Yeah, the tag team um, division fucking sucks. That being said, um, there's something old, refreshingly old school about keeping a stable together for an incredibly long time. Yeah, that yeah, you they just don't see anymore. Together way before they uh, got the belts, so they've been together for like two years. Right, keep them together. Like you can still have Big E do single stuff. Like if you want to give him a singles push while he's still part of the New Day. Yeah, but I, I I don't mind them having the belts. I don't mind until until a team worthy of knocking them off comes along, like American Alpha. Love American Alpha. They're because they're fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, we haven't really talked about this match. Uh, that's because the literally the only thing that really happens is that as 
John Stewart gets involved in the match. Um, Anderson Gallows decide they're going to crotch him on the ring post, but then of course Big E comes down to make the save. Um, gets gets the new day disqualified, right? So and I, they I win by know, disqualification. Follow this one up. So I was like, "What the fuck?" Okay, that's and one then of he many... took and then he took the the jar of whatever of solution that his quote unquote balls were sitting in and and drank the fluid basically, and then and then they all danced at the end of the match. Like what a what ridiculous booking this was. <laughs> I, I just I didn't like it, man. Like I didn't like this match felt like a waste, and this this uh, isn't the only thing that felt like a waste tonight like it just like nothing progressed in this match uh, uh, yeah it was really fucking dumb yeah it was just kind of dumb and it was just kind of an excuse to get John Stewart to fucking stew it up and <laughs> I, I I was really disappointed in this like I really wanted this to I really wanted this to be something because I really like watching the New Day wrestle and you never see Xavier Woods wrestle. Jesus right, that Christ. was the best part of this match. Actually, <laughs> he actually got to wrestle, and you sh- and he see that he's actually pretty decent. Right. I would have loved for him to just have co-opted Big E's entire moveset <laughs> during this match. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. That would have been so. Cool. So yeah. So that. So New Day still champions, even though they lose the match. Um. So at this point, my son, who was very tired. Was starting to kind of climb all over me <laughs> on the couch. So, so, they, so from here for the next two matches, I'm kind of in and out until he went to bed. Um, but we have the WWE Championship match between Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler. Um, the the match here was, I mean, the, so the problem, the biggest problem in this match is that Ziggler not winning was kind of a foregone conclusion, and so there was no drama because you knew what the outcome was going to be. Yeah, like there's no way they were gonna they were gonna put give Ziggler the belt. Um, do and I don't like, like Dolph Ziggler. You don't like him I've anymore. Never liked, no, I've never liked Dolph Ziggler. Okay, so I like I like heel Ziggler. Was fucking boring to me too. And then the this was one of the few, this was one of the matches where the crowd just didn't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like the crowd didn't give a fuck about this match. I was like, Good lord! I thought you liked these two. So nothing. <laughs> let me ask you guys this question though. So 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 this is for Terrence the. W- I'm sorry. Before I didn't mean to, this is for the WWE Championship. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and the crowd gave. Absolutely no fucks. So, do we song. like do we like Tweener Dean Ambrose? Like, is that a character that we like? Uh, I'm not the biggest Ambrose fan ever. I mean, I like nothing white people. Uh, I, <laughs> 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 I'm not the biggest Dean Ambrose fan. Like, I, I just um, he was he was never my favorite in the Shield, and um, he always just felt like the other guy, the other guy there, and. Um, See, that's, it's funny that you say that because, and maybe I just had a terrible read on the situation. Seth Rollins always felt like, always felt like the other guy to me. There was in the shield when they were together. Yeah, like I, I completely slept on Seth Rollins when he was in the shield. Well, didn't Ambrose have the United States title for like yes, seven he, years? Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and he, he never, never he never defended it. He, he Hulk Hogan the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, for so like for, for me, like Seth Rollins was always the guy that was just there, and he and he did the occasional high spot, but I never saw him like I like I never thought that he would be what he is like like Seth Rollins. I don't think anybody now, thought that, but I always got like a yeah. always got like a baby Shawn Michaels vibe from him just in watching it, him wrestle. Like not interesting because he never like he didn't really speak right, right. Uh, but I don't know. There was something about I don't like Dean Ambrose's shtick. He just looked like a dirt ball. He look, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, 
He looks like he looks like the new Brooklyn Brawler to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> He's got the same fucking gear. Yeah, the same His gear. His shirt is the just same slightly cleaner. Dirty oh, ass black shirt. Look. Like, just, uh, all right, all right, all right. Well, like I said, fortunately for you guys, I'm pretty sure that AJ Styles is probably the next dude up to have that belt. And oh. I could see him having it for a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah. So this this, this match happened. Um, yeah. Apparent, apparently, I match. wouldn't know. I fell Did asleep. you fall asleep? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good sign for pay-per-view. Well, it's not a pay-per-view anymore, right? No, it's a it's a it's a WWE Network special. Yeah, of so. which they're going to have nineteen. Yes, they are. Yo, did you see that fucking commercial? <laughs> they're like, we got nineteen fucking pay per views. You know, now. you know what like, though? What like, if I'm fuck? if I'm not paying if I'm not paying fifty dollars per, I don't oh, care. Yeah. Yeah. I have 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 at one every two weeks. See if I give a shit. Have one every Sunday. Fuck it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Ten bucks a month. Whatever. So, so there's, so the end. So that match happened. Um, I cannot wait for this feud to be over. <laughs> so, there we go. So next up, uh, the uh, Divas Tag Team Cooldown match, uh, featuring the SmackDown Six Divas. The only reason why I even, well, I, this is when I went to go pick up some food, and I came back and I saw Naomi in that fucking bodysuit, and I decided to stay and watch the entire. Match. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, here, so here's my question. So Eva Marie was supposed to be in this match, um, and they she was suspended for a wellness policy. Violation. What is she taking? Well, so so the word on the street is apparently she has a prescription for Adderall, but did not turn the paperwork in properly. So they so they suspended her for Adderall. Seriously, apparently. So my question is, if she is suspended, and they publicly announced this, like this isn't something that was that leaked out. Like WWE put this on their website. I'm surprised they still kayfabed her lack of appearance. Like I, I guess you're keeping the gimmick going, which is fine. But typically they don't, and I guess it changed with the Roman Reigns suspension too, because they still talked about Roman Reigns an awful lot when he was sitting out yeah. for a month's time. Yeah. Well, it must not be, I guess if they mention it, like it's nothing serious. Right. But, and look, so, but hey, they have a built-in excuse whenever someone has to go, you know, has to leave for whatever reason. Needs a right. So, but subbing in for her uh, is the returning Nikki Bella. Who's back from her neck surgery, and uh, and the ma- the match itself was perfectly okay. Like there wasn't anything egregiously wrong with this match. Yeah, this match was fine. Um, Carmella probably Carmella probably did not need to do the lion's share of the lifting for the face team <laughs> in this one. Yeah, like, Carmella's like not she, good. No, she she is not that good. Um, and she's definitely not that good as the face in peril. Like you could have easily had Naomi do you know do the heavy lifting in this match. And that would have been fine. Yeah. Um, but Nikki, Nikki, of course, gets the win here. Um, she's she debuted a new finisher, which is basically just a TKO, which I'm surprised they still call the TKO. <laughs> like I didn't realize that that was still something that they would do, because that was definitely a Mark Marrow branding. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, but, she, uh, she was she has been going for how long? Since like January? Uh, November is when she last wrestled because yeah, that she, she dropped the title. Bad. I guess surprising that Nikki Bella became the better wrestler of the two. Yeah, because I end. always pictured she her was as... fucking terrible when she. When they... I mean, let's. I mean, it's it's surprising that any of the Bellas became a really good wrestler. Yeah, hey, you're right. Yeah, you're right. But it was good to see her back. Yes, it it, it was nice. But, um, I, and yeah. she will be on SmackDown. Um, 
So she will be plying her trade on Tuesday nights along with her husband or future husband or whatever they, uh, <laughs> whatever her uh, and John Cena are. If John Cena has anything to do with it. Uh, perpetual boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but like I said, this, this, this was a good cool down match, but even though the crowd gave absolutely no shits during this ordeal, yeah, they really yeah. Uh, we move on to, to Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, uh, the first ever universal title match. And so they showed the belt off. They revealed it for the first time. So what we have here is we have a WWE championship with a red strap. That is what it is. Red strap yeah. and a red face behind the, the WWE logo. Correct. Um, I don't hate the belt. It's not the color scheme I would pick. Um, there's something about the red on red that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Like have it be black strap, red face, or uh, honestly, I I wouldn't pick a red strap. I would I would have picked a gold strap before I picked a red strap. Um, I'd have picked a completely different design. Period. Well, I don't even I don't even mind the fact that that uh it looks like the other one because you kind of want it to look like the other one because you know there are literally three belts that look exactly the same right but but that's i think that's on purpose because you don't want one to feel more important than the other one right like if certainly they accomplished that (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ like like, if you had if you had like if you brought out big goldie again like i don't know about you but i would want big goldie and I wouldn't give a fuck about the other one. Like, I, <laughs> I barely give a fuck about SmackDown as it is. I have not seen SmackDown in like 12 years. <laughs> like, even I mean, though it's you, live you now, I still haven't it fucking now. watched it live. It's like a different show. But is it? It is. I mean, they, like, they're, they're actually going out of their way to make it feel different. So, like, the SmackDown announcers still sit at ringside. The camera angles are slightly different. Like, they're trying to make it seem like it's a different program now. Like the key word, you keep saying trying. Right. Well, I mean, you see, you're, it's still very obvious you're watching WWE. <laughs> like, that's not going to change. Yo, the SmackDown announce team, I mean, I don't know how you can have the best announcer and the worst announcer <laughs> at the same damn time. <laughs> like, JBL is just kind of the announce team. Oh, JBL is no, just there, right? Who's the, who's the new dude? Mara, Mara Ronaldo. That guy is fucking awesome. Right. I, I love I love his pop culture. Mama references. Mia! <laughs> They're the best. Like, he, and he referenced, like, yo, like, he will reference, like, modern day shit. Like, he'll reference video games when he's talking, when he's calling <laughs> matches. Like, that guy's fucking awesome. And then you got Mr. Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> You laugh. We were just Terrence and I were talking about this before you got on. Oh my god! Man. Yeah, that he's guy not good. is fucking terrible. Like, just go back to lawyering, dude. <laughs> Maybe it'll help your mic skills. So, but he, th- but this match, this match is where the crowd truly became insufferable because you would think. That if you have Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, the wet dream of Smarks everywhere, that that matchup would get your full attention. 
and you'd be into that match and you'd be cheering for it and riding along with it and doing what you're doing, you wouldn't think that you'd spend 15 minutes chanting about how much you dislike the new belt that was unveiled. <laughs> but yet, guess what happened? God, I hate New York, man. I fucking hate Smarks, man. I'm done with fucking Smarks. <laughs> it's a belt, guys. It's yeah, a they, prop. They literally spent like 15 minutes just shitting on the belt. Like, I saw him like, that's fucking ugly, and then I just moved on. Right. Like that, And that's all you have to do. It doesn't. It, it's not about the belt. It's about what it represents. And Seth Rollins took the Brooklyn crowd to task on Twitter, and rightfully fucking so. Yeah. Because this is a match that you want. Like, you bitch all the time. That you don't get matches like this, that you don't get rivalries like this. Here it is, and then you're gonna fucking talk about a belt that you don't like for 15 minutes. I'm fucking done with Smarks, man. And you know what? <laughs> I fucking hate those people who are like, "Well, you know what? They bought a ticket. They're paying customer. They do what they want." You know what? They can do that. You know what? I'm also a fucking paying customer too. I shouldn't have to put up with your bullshit <laughs> during my fucking wrestling event because you want to be you because you want to be the show. I didn't pay to fucking watch the crowd chant about a belt for 15 minutes. I paid to watch fucking Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. And if anything, the crowd should exist to enhance what I'm watching on the screen to make it 10% better instead of making it 30% worse. Right. What the crowd doesn't understand is that the much like the belt, the crowd is just set dressing. It's a problem. Right. Like you're part of you're part of this performance and it's your job as a crowd to to don't be entitled. Like like you motherfuckers are complaining about a belt that one you'll never touch. <laughs> and unless you, well, unless, you buy, unless you buy your hundred dollar replica, right? Unless you buy a, a replica, shop. which and to be honest, the replica looks just like the real thing, right? <laughs> which you'll probably buy any goddamn way. Like you're probably gonna buy that red fucking belt. I read. It, I was looking at IGN. Whoever wrote the article was like, "It looks like a fruit roll up." <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. That's fucking one hundred percent true. And, and and you know what? God too damn. like if you go to if you go to a comedy club, and one or two guys are heckling the comedian. Yes, and and you know and you know what the first thing you think you don't think is man that that, that guy's fucking funny that those fucking hecklers they're great you think what an asshole that, just let the dude do his show that's a perfect analogy so and, and but instead at a wrestling event it's not one or two assholes it's it's seven thousand assholes yeah co opting the event I'm fucking done with Smarks man. Get get out of my fucking face with your bullshit. Because instead, you you muddied up what was otherwise a pretty great fucking match. Yeah, between two guys who can fucking work, and and Finn Balor tore his fucking labrum and just popped the shoulder back into the socket. The guy dislocated Man. his During shoulder, match. popped it back <laughs> in, and continued the match just so you can chant about a the lethal belt. weapon. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Two two weeks ago, I called out of work because I had a sinus infection. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't go to work because my head hurt because my nose was stuffed. Finn Balor dislocated his shoulder and said, "I need to win this match, guys. No worries. Let me just I'll, go ahead and pop it. this bitch back into place. Right, I'm good. <laughs> what? So That's there you insane. go. So a couple things about the match itself. Since we since we've been dancing around that, um, I 
I'm I'm afraid I'm gonna need them to stop making a big deal out of the Demon King. Unless you bring anymore. unless you bring some Undertaker shit with that. Like like some supernatural shit. Hmm. Well, his entrance does. Kinda. Kind of? But not not really. Aside from that, like you wanna he did it he he debuted himself. Well, he didn't even debut a Demon King persona, whatever the fuck you be call him. Didn't he do that last last Monday? He did, and and so and again, why? I get why they did. Well, because pay per view buys don't exist anymore. You don't you don't have to give you don't have to give people a reason to to pay sixty dollars to go watch SummerSlam. But people you can you can give some of that shit away if you're still paying sixty fucking bucks. Like, he should have just done it fucking at SummerSlam. No, but that's that's what I'm saying though. Like like if if we lived in the in the old era where you had to buy pay per views, they would have saved it for SummerSlam because they people would have been like, oh, I got to see what this Demon King is all about. I still don't think it's any different, man. They still should have just saved it for yesterday or the day before. Oh, I don't I don't disagree. Like I think they should have saved it and but... stop fucking saying it. <laughs> His name is Finn Balor. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. I I was I was waiting for Kane to show up backstage. Kane to show up backstage at some point with the mask. Just as so go, oh, it's the demon Kane. It's the demon Kane. Yo, when I first heard <laughs> him saying that, I thought he was saying I was like, why the fuck is he looking for Kane? That was like two weeks ago. I'm like, why the hell is he looking for Kane? What is he doing now? But he was saying Demon King. I'm like, oh. Yes. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> So, but the match was fine. Oh, uh, it was, it was a really it good. Was match. Great. Um, two, set, so, two of the only good matches during the fucking show. So apparently, this like fisherman suplex cradle suplex that Seth Rollins did is something he did a lot in, in the Ring of Honor. Yeah, but yeah. I I've never fucking I've seen never it before. seen it, it before. I was like, awesome. oh shit, is he allowed to do that? That was my first thought when he did it. I'm like, oh shit, he, he can do that. Okay. Give that shit was leeway. awesome. Because like, like wrestling is a tough sport nowadays because it's like we've I, from a move standpoint we've pretty much seen everything. everything. So when you can bust out something that the majority of the general populace has never seen before, and and it looks good, then then good on you, Seth Rollins. Um, he's never gonna he's never gonna hit that Phoenix fucking dive off the top rope though. I don't think ever. <laughs> <laughs> he never gets to hit it. <laughs> So, but uh, but yeah, they go back and forth. Um, Finn Balor kicks out of a pedigree, um, but Seth Rollins cannot get the pin. Oh, well, I obviously just said that. Either way, coup de gras. He um, kicked him in the chest like seven times before he, he actually from, 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 <laughs> before he hit him with the, the final coup de gras. I'm like, God damn! He kicked him from ring post to ring post. All right, well, he he also busted out his sub finisher too. Finn Balor did, even though I th- I thought his um I thought his Bloody Sunday thing was a regular DDT, not a, not a reverse one. Mm. So they 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 called it um during the match though. So but yeah, he won first the first and longest reigning Universal <laughs> Champion in WWE history <laughs> after he had to give it up yeah, on Raw the next night because he's gonna be out, out for six months. Six months, Jesus Christ, that fucking man. sucks, that man. Sucks really bad. That fucking sucks. So, but like I say, great match. Um, the last great match that we would have on this card. But we're not quite done yet. Um, we first get a promo of probably the best gimmick Dolph Ziggler's ever had as Colonel Sanders. Yo, yo shut the fuck up. Man. <laughs> I was watching this like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, like, literally, I sat, am I I'm like, dreaming I don't again? <laughs> <laughs> Did I fuck? 
fall asleep. Like I'm trying to wake myself up because I'm looking at the. I'm like, what the fuck kind of dreams am I having? <laughs> so, but he, but he but fights the Miz in a chicken suit for a KFC commercial. God, there you God go. God damn it! I that was amazing. If I was in the crowd, yo. Yeah, they taped that shit out of SmackDown. So <laughs> I'd have been so fucking pissed. Oh. I've already been sitting here for three hours and thirty minutes. No, four hours and thirty minutes. I'm sorry. Because they were there for the fucking the pre-show bullshit. I'm like, and this is what you're gonna show me? Can, can this nigga in a fucking chicken suit? Can you imagine that conversation? Like, hey, Dolph. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need you to dress up like Colonel Sanders. Uh, and uh, by the way, you're losing. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't. I got to dress up like Colonel Sanders and I'm not getting the belt. Like, yeah. The chicken. The chicken's going over tonight. <laughs> God damn, yo. <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel like it was a missed opportunity not to have the gobbledygooker in <laughs> as, as the as the chicken opponent. So, we move on um, to the U.S. title match between Rusev and Roman Reigns. Oh, uh, I forgot we, about this. Yeah, well, we oh. knew we knew because Roman Reigns beat Rusev clean on Monday Night Raw before the pay per view that there had to be some shenanigans that would happen in this match. That match was so fucking good, right? Well, it turns and out there they, was no there was no match at all because right. they just beat the shit out of each other before the match could get started with Roman Reigns specifically beating the shit out of Rusev. And what we have here, guys, is the most is the rarest white elk in professional wrestling. You think a double turn is rare. An intentional double turn is even more rare. <laughs> and yet this is exactly what happened. <laughs> where they make Rusev look completely sympathetic and make Roman Reigns look like an asshole bully. You know what I though? like this Roman Reigns. Yeah. Roman Reigns needs to be an asshole bully. Because he does it well. Like, that's what works. Just, like, just be embittered. Like, just be an embittered <laughs> dude. Like, just, just, uh, there's one sign that I'll never forget. And I know Roman Reigns will never forget it. And the sign said, Roman is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and, yo, I imagine that Roman Reigns saw that shit and was just like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> that's a good sign. That is a that's a great sign. That's a really good sign. God damn, that's funny. Mm. So, so we have we have a schmoz. Who knows who knows where it'll lead now, especially cuz the universal title's been thrown into flux. Yeah. So this was so. another weird book. Bo- like, what the fuck was the point? But then again, we already saw the match on Monday, so they kind of exactly. Blew their fucking so you weren't going to so weren't gonna see fuck, it again. Man. You weren't going to see it again. So we move on to the main event: uh, Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton. And it wasn't a question of will Randy Orton lose; it was just a question of how. I was curious to see how they were going to pull this off. So this might shock you guys, but Brock Lesnar put a new wrinkle into his offense against Randy Orton. He used multiple times a German <laughs> suplex. <laughs> On Randy Orton. <sighs> I, I take it we're all just kind of over Brock Lesnar at this point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty I, over I, I am as well. Yeah. And the funny part was, like, 
Orton was like, no, you're going to have to lift all of my weight. Fuck right. You. He was sandbagging the shit out of like, him. That's funny. Oh, my goodness. He still, so He still picked his ass up and threw him on his head. Like, he did. Right. So, so Brock Lesnar had firm control of the entire match until on the announce table, as he was getting ready to, to suplex Randy Orton again, Randy Orton hits an RKO, quote unquote, out of nowhere. I don't know if I would consider that to be completely out of nowhere. <laughs> um, to turn the turn the tables in the match, um, he would hit his DDT on Lesnar. He would hit another RKO. That would be the extent of Randy Orton's offense in this entire match. Um, Brock Lesnar kicks out at two. Um, Orton says, you know what? Fuck it. Let's break out the super finisher at SummerSlam. We're allowed to do it. He goes for the punt. Um, Brock Lesnar catches him on the way, puts him in an F5, and then just starts throwing elbows all over Randy Orton's face. Yeah, goddamn. Yeah, what he a, like legitimately was fucking elbowing that motherfucker in the head. Right. One of which busted Randy Orton open more than I can remember a guy on WWE TV being busted open in quite some time. Because yeah, he, he was, was bleeding he like was a stuck pig. Leaking. My uh, my wife <laughs> came down and she was she couldn't watch it. Like I had it on the projector. Yeah, it, was, it was on the wall and and she looked around and Whenever I have my projector on, she she does she does this little like dance like an Egyptian thing. So she her silhouette, right? She's so very silly, and I, I love it to death. And she started doing her little dance like an Egyptian That's thing, funny. and then she turned around immediately because she's like, "Oh, what is that blood? Nope, no. Is he okay? Is he okay? I can't watch this. I'm gone." So fun fun story. I don't know if you guys read it or not. Apparently, um. Backstage, Chris Jericho was a, was quite upset. Yeah, did um, he? He was he he actually he was in the grill position checking on Randy Orton because he legitimately did not know if this was a work or not, and he actually got to a bit of a scuffle with Brock Lesnar. Um, it had to be res- they had to be restrained from one another. Oh shit, son! With with Vince McMahon just calming him. So apparently, this was a work. I wasn't sure either because it sure seemed it didn't seem very workish at the time. Um, but they stop the match. Uh, Lesnar wins through TKO. Um, and then Shane McMahon comes down to protect his asset, protect his SmackDown asset. And for his troubles for doing that, he gets an F5 from Brock Lesnar, which rumor has it is going to be leading to a Shane McMahon-Brock Lesnar match. Shut up. Yeah, shut at the, the, ro- at the Royal up. Rumble. Shut up. That That is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolute nonsense. I don't now, understand. It was probably I, a work. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was saying it's probably a work, but I don't think he won. I don't think he was supposed to get busted open as much as he did. Probably not, because yeah, that not. shit was fucking gaping. Like ten, sti- lower, ten, st- ten stitches he needed, or ten staples he needed, not to close that up. Staples, God yeah. <laughs> damn. So, so Randy Orton loses through massive blood loss, <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, that was SummerSlam. Yeah, another bullshit match. Well, I mean, to be fair, most Lesnar matches are bullshit at this point. Yeah, they are. Like, his best match, I personally think, was with him and Reigns. Uh, him and Reigns and maybe him and um, Undertaker in the cage because of the ending. Yeah, but yeah, both of those matches are only because of the ending. Yeah. Like, the ending made it. No, but not, not that that Reigns, um, him with Reigns was actually, I, I enjoyed that whole match. Yeah, he got suplexed all over the place, but at the point where... He did. Um, he, he, Reigns he, was like he, he started also, liking it and shit. He's like laughing. He, he also got he also got shown potato salad in that match. Yeah, Roman Reigns did. Yeah, they were beating the shit out of each other in that match. I fucking love that match, man. Um, yeah, I'm tired of I'm, I'm tired of fucking Brock Lesnar. I really am. 
it, it just it, especially like the way they've booked him in the past since since the Reigns match, basically, like he none of his matches matter. Like they're just on the card. Yeah. Like he's just there. Yeah, like he shouldn't have been a main event. Uh, I, I, his matches don't feel like main event matches to me. Not anymore, anyway. So yeah, and, and I was I was, was cu- that the main event. That's weird. And then the the, the booking period, like it, it was all fucked up. It was just like, hey, Brock Lesnar's gonna fight Randy Orton for no reason. Oh, okay. Well, they I mean they they, they read con- the storyline out of that. Yeah, they read kind of storyline out of that one. So. <laughs> Which which kind of sort of made sense. People were apparently also pissed um, that Goldberg was not the one to come yeah, down and make a save. What a look, Goldberg. Well, yeah, because I didn't get he that. because he was in town for Brooklyn promoting WWE 2K17 because he's the pre-order bonus, and Brock Lesnar's on the cover. So he was in town, like like he was in Brooklyn. He was doing stuff. Listen, guys, I, I get that we you know we have happy nostalgia thoughts for Goldberg. I was never a huge Goldberg fan myself. I don't need Goldberg anywhere near a wrestling ring. Have you seen anymore? him lately? Right, he's, he yeah, he's at like two thirty. Like he looks old. He's small now, and plus, we've seen Goldberg Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember it. Oh, I remember. I, I would imagine that most of you deleted it from your memory because the match was literally one of the five worst professional wrestling matches I've ever seen in my entire life. I certainly don't need that fucking match again. Yeah, because at that point, neither one of them gave a fuck. Right. Neither, and they both, neither, gave, neither them the, one they of them, both gave the fucking the fans the finger after the match. <laughs> neither one of them would give a fuck still <laughs> were they to wrestle today. Mm-mm. I don't need them wrestling. I don't need Goldberg in the ring. Actually, fuck it. You want to have him come down and spear and jackhammer Heath Slater or something like that? Fine, do it. Don't put him in a match with anybody. Please. Pretty please. I mean, like, let's not forget, guys. Goldberg is here because he was great value Steve Austin. (laughs) 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 Like, he wasn't a wrestler. Like, they wanted a big, bold, white guy to wear black trunks, black shoes, and black pads. Like, and they... I just... Look, I... Fuck you, New York. <laughs> that, I mean, that really is the theme. And, and unfortunately, SummerSlam is going to be there again next year. Really? What is this really? their fucking venue now? For At least for the last couple of years it will be, or has been. So I, take that shit back to L.A. where it belongs, please. Please, put it in fucking Staples and let's call it a day. Yeah. Because I, I hate the fucking... I, I fucking hate Smarks, man. That, that's that's my take from, from this week, this eight-hour weekend of wrestling. That I experience. I fucking hate Smarks. They are the worst. Ugh. The absolute worst. And and I'm still not a Shinsuke Nakamura fan. I'm not. <laughs> I, don't like, I, don't like, I don't like strong style. <laughs> fucking sue me. Fucking sue me. Oh, that's funny. So th- this I podcast like was good. the angriest that I'll be for the next couple weeks, I'm sure. I look, man. You need to get angry more often. <laughs> I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, <laughs> uh, so th- that that's it. That that was SummerSlam. Thank you guys for for hanging in there and listening. As a reward, I will I will leave you with what is the greatest wrestling theme song to come along in the past several years. So what you have that, that going for you, which is nice. Excellent. We'll see you guys later on. Take it easy. See ya. Take it easy.